Hello everybody, awesome providers, chiropractors, parents out there. Okay, listen, we've been talking about in here that now is a really, really, really important time with the upcoming, not upcoming, the current um, financial um, situation, recession, the increased prices of everything. People really looking at how am I spending my money? Do I wanna spend my money with you? Do you provide value for some of the biggest challenges I have? as a consumer and one of the biggest challenges people have is what's happening with their kids before the pandemic definitely through the pandemic kids are struggling with mental health behavioral learning socialization challenges and you have an opportunity to differentiate yourself on and and really make the case for why uh, a functioning efficient uh, nervous system and communication in the nervous system is really the foundation of a healthy brain and the trajectory of brain development and therefore impacting the way um, their children are engaging and connecting and learning or some of the challenges that they might be having. So it's really important that you be sure that you are differentiating yourself in your community and you are providing massive value to your community in a way that makes sense and really helps them so that they can see that you should be a part of this conversation and in fact can be a massive game changer for them. So right now we're transitioning to summer. We're transitioning, you know, in our area, in our practice, we have, we, we work with multiple different school districts, uh, people from multiple different school districts in different states. And so we have people that transitioned their last week of school was last week and they're transitioning to summer this week. And we have people um, over in Washington that come to us that have transitioned from, um, or this week is their last week of school and they're going into summer. Now, when we're talking about kids and transitioning and families transitioning from some or from school into summer, everybody thinks this will be a great carefree time of year. This will be, you know, my kid that was maybe struggling um, with school and, and also all the hyper scheduling and all the things and commitments we had at the end of school. They're going to go into summer and they're going to be relaxed and the behaviors are going to be down and the anxiety is going to be down and all of these things are just going to be better because it's summer. And I'm here to tell you, I've been doing this a really long time and working with families and we have these transitional times of year and this is one of them that is sneaky. It sneaks up on people because they think that, but in reality, what's happening from a brain-based perspective is we're going from a very scheduled time um, in some in some cases that might be okay but we're going from a very scheduled time to where i can predict what's going to happen it may not be a good scenario i may be struggling in school or struggling with socialization but i know monday through friday i go to school and i go at this time and i eat lunch at this time and i come home at this time and i go to soccer practice at this time and whatever it is and then we go into where we have summer and we have like a change of that and a lot of times we have a big void of that. Now I, I, have a, I have more space in my day and I have more space that then needs to be filled. Well, when we have an individual who isn't as active in their ability to predict the future, visualize steps, multiple steps out in front of them, not just impulsively here and, I, here and now, which is the case when we're dealing with individuals with chronic stress, impacting the neurology, also kids and adults, by the way, also 
Um, when we have uh, kids with behavioral learning, socialization, mental health challenges, we find that that looking into the future, having the ability to predict and visualize what is happening next and how to fill a space can be actually really triggering and very stressful. So one, just educating parents on from a brain-based perspective that that is a thing and why it might be. And then giving them a predict a a, um, a solution, a what we call a prediction peg or a strategy, a brain-based strategy to help them prepare for that, right? And we have a whole bunch of them, but one of them I want to give you today, and you can go ahead and pass it on to your practice members, um, is to just say, hey, pick five things, like five. Do this with your kids, not just like do it when the kid comes and they're struggling or they're like, I'm bored, I'm bored, I don't know what to do. Not just then, but like in a good time, on a weekend, we're having a good time, we do this activity as a family, not just in the time of stress, right? Um, so we pick like, hey, mom, kid, let's pick five things that we that you wanna do, that you wanna be able to do during your day in the summer. So five games, five toys you wanna play with, whatever it is. So it could be like one of them is playing in the sprinkler in the yard, one of them is um, playing with Legos, one of them is coloring, one of them is, and not technology things, right? So pick five-ish and then go with your kid, have them pick, you pick with them, but really give them the control and responsibility and do it with them, make it fun. If it's silly, it's even better. And But there are things that they can do kind of on their own if it's age appropriate and that, that they want to do, right? And so then, you know, you go and you take pictures. Take your phone, mom, you take pictures of them playing in the sprinkler. And you go and you take pictures, get the Legos out and take pictures. Print the pictures, like old school print the pictures. Go get a magnet, put it on the back of the, um, you know, a sticker magnet from like Michael's or the craft store. Stick it on the back of the picture, put them on the fridge. There's a spot on the fridge where the five activities are. Now, in these voids of, hey, in the afternoon, in the summer, we have this blank time where mom's working, dad's working, whatever it is, and the kid is not having camp or not having things, and this is their time they have to do, reading a book, playing a game, whatever. Now they can go, they can visually see, the imagery is created for them. They can visually see the things to do and they can pick them. And when they come to mom or dad, I don't know what to do, I'm bored, uh, or they're having increased anxiety or they're having you know, uh, behaviors, they, mom and dad can redirect them, show them again the imagery that they've picked, that they were a part of creating. So there's control, there's prediction, there's connection, there's a memory of connection, there's silliness all really good things that help reduce demand, reduce stress, improve healthy expression, and um, they can pick and they can do those things. So this is a really simple little brain-based strategy. There's a reason why we do it. There's a really easy way to implement it. Give this to your communities. These are the, there's a, a bunch of other of these strategies. If you guys would like more, let me know. I'll give you a lot more. These are the things we give to our practice members. Um, and they love it and it's helpful and they know it's coming from a brain-based perspective and it's the brain-based piece and we do the clinical piece and they work together. This is how you build rapport. This is how you help families. This is how you are a trusted advisor and this is how you tie in what you do with the nervous system and what they do in their life and how they go together. So as brain-based chiropractors, as focused certified chiropractors, not only do you get a have understanding of just so many of these things from 
educational um, concepts to parenting to mentoring to connection to you know behavior to all these things but you understand you have this opportunity um, in learning this work to really understand clinically what to bring into your practice how to communicate it in your practice what to do on your exams your re-exams how to interpret them how to care plan from them um, to make the case for chiropractic so you stay in the chiropractic lane but you know a little more you know what to look for you know what to assess to make the case for assessing and correcting subluxation but then you're able to give brain-based support that helps these families um, live their life right and have better outcomes um, when there are consequences of subluxation or consequences of stress or just life outside of your office. So simple little brain-based strategies like this can go a long way and it helps your community and it positions you as the brain-based expert and it helps you lead the way in chiropractic. All right, be well, do good work. We have a few spots left for our certification series. Our next live training is August 12th and 13th in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. And there's some prerequisite learning um, modules online before that. Jump in, uh, last chance for 2022. Uh, be well, do good work.